It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. The accent is French. I don't know if you go to Tinder or if you know people do use Tinder and other apps like this. Uh, people having a lot of fun with this. Like, like I find it like the supermarket of dating. I mean, really. And so I have a younger cousin in Chicago. He goes to college. He's 21, almost 22. He's on Tinder all the time. He meets girls. They meet him, go out and all that. And the other day he told me, he said, I met somebody and I liked her. We went to a, a date and then she said, you know, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm just looking for kind of a fun with benefit situation. I'm on the rebound. And he said, but I like her. Do you think I should start something with her? And I told him, no, I don't think so. Because if somebody tells you, I don't want to do anything with you, just the, the benefit per se, it means they're not really available for anything. And if you like them, you're going to get burned. So... If two people want friends with benefits, it's great. If only one, someone's going to get hurt. So don't do that. You calls and you questions are next. 855-905-8255. Any questions for me? 855-905-8255. Jen, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jen. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Um. Yeah, so... Basically, um, I have a roommate who's a guy, and uh, we've been friends for years and living together for like a year at this point. And the other night, um, we both got drunk, and we ended up making out. Um, And since then, basically, really, he's been treating me kind of like he wants to date, and he's been like really sweet and complimenting me and like wanting to go out. And I don't know how to deal with it because I... I just want him to stay my roommate. I'm not attracted. You know, I don't want to be with him. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how to tell him that without ruining our our friendship. Okay. Um, just you made up, but no ooh-la-la, right? No, no, okay. no. All right. So, well, I think the, the question I have for you first is why keep the unspoken? Why not just instead of pretending it never happened, have a sit-down, what we call the morning after talk, and just say, hey, listen, uh, we got a little carried away. Uh, but I, I don't want to date. I want us to keep our friendship, the roommate, as it is, and that's how I feel. I mean, I should have done that. It, instead, I was just, I just acted like everything was normal and nothing had changed. Um, so now it's like, now I would have to really like sit him down and talk it out, which is scary. <laughs> what is your fear? Um, I just, I, I want him to be my friend and I feel really bad. I shouldn't have kissed him. You know, I, I know that he used to have a crush on me, but I thought that was over. And so I just feel really bad about it. And I don't want to embarrass him, you know? Sure. But um, what's more important uh, to keep the uh, living arrangement peaceful and sane or uh, not embarrass him? Yeah, keeping it peaceful right. and sane. Okay. Yeah. So we all need clarity. Uh, the reason I say that, Jen, is because I think I put myself in the shoes of the man that you kissed. And if I was living with you uh, until you say, hey, listen, here's the truth, here's what happened, I can't stop thinking about you. You have to put the stop sign in that story and you hold it in your hands. All you got to do is say, stop, it's not going to happen again. And then the man can say, okay, you know, it's a bummer, but all right. But if you don't say anything and pretend like nothing happened, he thinks you liked it. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. no unspoken, but just mail casually, hey, you know, at the right time, hey, uh, you know, the other day we did this, it was nice, but, you know, this is just, it was a drunk night and it's never going to happen again. I'm so happy we're friends and I want to keep that friendship for for a long time. Okay, yeah, yeah, I need to do that. Okay, great. Well, good luck to you, Jen, and have a good night. Thank you, Simon.
I just got this urgent DM. A woman just been asked to come over to some guy's place and she's wondering, should I bring my overnight bag with me? That I'm going to answer next. So Kathleen just sent me an urgent DM saying, Bonjour Simon, the guy I'm seeing just asked me to come over to his place for the first time. Would it be okay if I brought an overnight bag with me or would that be weird? Kathleen, do not bring the overnight bag with you tonight for the first time. Bring a toothbrush, to space, maybe the minimum you can put in your handbag, and that's that. Because if I'm the guy, I want things to go step by step, right? We get to know each other. I'm inviting you over. You know, it's like the steps of relationship that matters. That's how you build a good relationship. Not too fast, too soon, all right? So good luck to you. Have a great night. And remember, I'm always here. You can always send me an urgent DM at Rendezvous Radio. Actually, this story brings back in my mind a memory. I got to share that with you. Something happened kind of similar, but not exactly. Stay with me. My story is next. Do you think there's such things as moving in too fast? Because, I mean, listen to this story. Years, years ago, I was dating this girl. We had a wonderful first date. Wonderful. Second date, she shows up to my house, takes me to open the, the garage door. So I, zzzz, I open the garage door. She takes her car in. And instead of coming to say hi to me, she walks back to her trunk and out of the trunk gets out two huge suitcases. Now, immediately, I was like, what is she doing? And then I realized pretty quickly, and she said, oh, my God, I had such a great time, and I love your house and the vibe here, and, and she loves meditation, so it's perfect for meditation. And then I said, what do you mean meditation here? And she says, yes. I mean, I said, we only had two dates. She said, but that's all I need, and my lease is over. I said, wait a minute, that's not a good reason to move in so fast, your list is over. So anyway, it didn't work out, but lesson of life. When you don't feel it, don't do it. You've got to respect the steps and the timing when it comes to moving in with somebody else. You call that next, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Jade, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jade. How can I help you tonight? What is going on? So, Simon, me and my boyfriend, everything's been great. We've been together for for about two years now. We love each other very much. Everything is wonderful. Uh, we actually uh, moved across the country for my work a few months back, and everything's been going great except for one problem. Mm-hmm. Every time my boyfriend calls back home to his family, he's always more upset than he was when before he made the phone call, and I'm just worried. I don't know if I should talk to his his family. It's usually his mom that he's talking to, or, or what should I do? How can I help him be more excited about our new life together? So the thing is, it's his mom, it's his problem. Uh, unless he asks for your help, you can't interfere because we are responsible for our family. So if the mom doesn't attack you, if the mom is between him and his family directly, as it is the case then I would stay out of it. And then if he comes to you, then you can give your opinion. But it would be very difficult. I'm thinking about me and my mom if I'm dating you, and then you tell me something to me and my mom that doesn't impact you in the term of my mom you know, being mean to you, then, you know, I'm not sure I would take it well. Right. So I, but I, I feel like it does affect us because, you know, when he's upset, even if he doesn't say anything, I, I, I can tell, and it's... It, you know, then all of a sudden he doesn't want to go out, he doesn't want to talk, he feels like he, he needs time alone. So in a way, I feel like it does impact us. 
Sure. So, no, I get that. The thing is, he has on his own to either go see a shrink, to either face his mom. You can only say, listen, is there anything I can do to help you? But that dynamic, which is family between him and his family, you can't change it. Only he can change it. And so mm-hmm. he has to, and you have to decide, okay, I can live with it or not. Because you can tell him, hey, you know, speak less to, you, to his family. He's going to freak out. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, imagine if somebody tells you, hey, maybe you should speak less to your father. Yeah, yeah, it would be hard. <laughs> yes. So my advice on this one is to be there for him. And then if you mm-hmm. see him over, you say, oh, I noticed, you know, what makes you so sad or upset? If he talks to you, great. My intuition on this one is between him and a therapist. And the best you can do is just underline when that happens, are you okay? What happened? Okay, but nothing more. Mm-hmm. Sorry for the bad news, but I don't have a magic formula that would make him change his behavior with his mom and his family. Right. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. All right, Jade. Well, I'm glad I can help, and good luck to you. Be strong. Thank you. You know what? Somebody just left me a voicemail about relationships and family. So let's listen to it next. If you have a question for me, please remember you can leave me a voicemail 24-7 at 855-905-8255. Let's hear this. Hi, Simon. This is Liz. Um, I love you so much. I love your show. I listen all the time. Um, I have a question for you, some a love advice. Um, I have a boyfriend, and we've been dating for a long time, for several years, um, but I still don't feel like I'm getting close to his family. Um, how should I do that? I'll be listening to you and uh, hopefully get the answer from you. Thank you so much. Love you. Liz, thanks for the voicemail. How do you get close to your new partner's family? I'm going to answer that next. How can you get closer to your new partner's family? That's exactly the voicemail Liz left me. So, first of all, it's your new partner, your new boyfriend, who has to open the door to his family to you, right? It's him who validates your presence and who gives the green light for the family to get to know you because they feel that he wants a future with you, number one. Now, on your part, asking small questions, getting to know each of them individually will go a long way. And so when you're at the table, when you're together, how are you? Um, What's your favorite team? Questions, just light questions at the right time. And then they will feel this girl cares about us, not just about him, but us too. And it's a nice thing. Don't forget birthdays, stuff like that. For the holidays, do things, write a card, write a thank you note after a wonderful dinner. goes a long way. I hope that helps you, Liz. That's the way I would do it if I were you. You call the next 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Logan, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Logan. You have a love story you want to share with me? Yes, I do. And I'm, I would like to share it with you. Okay. okay. Please, go ahead. I need love story tonight, more than ever. <laughs> okay. So um, I've been, like, really devoted on, like, trying to lose weight and trim up. And I've been faithfully going to this particular gym. And, you know, it's this guy that, we seemingly kind of go around the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, very cool, was helpful with me with equipment and just sharing things of how to get, you know, in shape the right way. And, like, at one point, we were just meeting for, like, months just to work out and form a friendship. Mm-hmm. And at this point, we started to date 
and I like it because we we didn't date right away. Like, we took our time without even trying too hard. And um, he didn't help me lose additional 15 pounds, in a, you know, in a healthy way. And um, it's just while I'm evolving into myself, it's good to meet a guy that's invested in me and also healthy, you know, mind, body, and soul. For sure. And so far, it's almost a year of getting to know him. And it's, it's, it's just a good good avenue right now. But are you in love with him? I am. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he is with you? I think so. But with men, you know, I've just, I want to take my time, but I think he is. Yes, he shows actions and, and verbally as well. So, yes. Okay. So when will be the next step? Because you feel it, he feels it, but it's not an actual yet thing. Um, I think the next step is, you know, hope maybe within the next few weeks or a month or so, we will make it official. Yes. And I like the way it's going. It's not some instant relationship overnight. You know, I think friendship matters before anything. And we established that. Like, we can re- literally be ourselves. And you can tell, like, it's a legitimate mutual attraction. So I think the next step is obviously a relationship. I like that. I like that. Well, you know, Logan, I'm happy for you. Like, it's strengthening. You went for, you know, being healthier, and you said you wanted mm-hmm. to lo- And look what happened. Bet my boo. That's it. That's your boo now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Logan. Thank you so much for the story. Good luck to you guys. Thanks. Have a good night. You too. Good night. I just got an interesting Facebook message. Somebody went on a first date, and things got a little bit carried away. And now she needs my advice. So that's next. If you have a question for me but you can't dial in, just send me a Facebook message, for instance, at The Rendezvous Show. Trisha, what's going on with Paula and that first date? All right, so Paula says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Paula. I had a first date with a man I met through a dating app earlier tonight. He was very nice and sweet, but he kept talking about how he could see me being his wife. He told me he's been searching for someone like me for so long, and he's so glad that he finally found me. It was a little off-putting because we don't really even know each other, but it was also kind of flattering at the same time. At the end of the date, he told me that he already had our next date planned for this weekend, but I'm not sure if I should go. What do you think, Simon? Thanks, Paula. Should you go on a second date after the person told you you are the one for them? I'm going to answer that next. How would you feel if after just a first date... The person you had the date with told you that you were the one. And not only that, but they already planned the second date. And so Paula says to me, listen, you know, I'm flattered in one way, but it's a little weird. And then she goes, should I go on the second date with him or not? Paula, I think it's a little too fast, but there's some people who find love at first sight. But if you feel that it was a little weird, a little creepy, or a little too fast, I wouldn't go on the second date. You always have to follow that intuition. So you had to send me a message about it. My own instinct, my intuition tells me, I don't feel it. I think this guy's too desperate and probably told the same thing he told you to the girl on the last day he went to. So I wouldn't go if I were you. That's just me. And I'm usually on the side of going. But this time I said no. Thanks for the Facebook message and good luck to you, Paula. You call the next 855-905-8255. What is the number to dial right now if you have a question about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Debra. 
Bonjour, Simon. Well, How are you? Good. Welcome to the rendezvous. Uh, tell me what's going on. Thank you. Well, my husband and I have been married for a while. We have kids. And a couple years ago, I discovered that he wasn't being very honest mm -hmm. and unfaithful, mm -hmm. not romantically with other people, but doing things that broke my trust. And I decided to stay with him because he has been acting um, what I think is truthfully, and he's been more present, and it seems like everything's great, but I still have these thoughts mm -hmm. that creep up. And I keep wondering, you know, should I be trusting him? And I just, I don't know how to eliminate those thoughts. Okay. Uh, I got to ask you this. You said he didn't cheats on me, but, you know, it's not romantic. So how was he cheating on you if it was not romantically? It was these people online. You can text people or people post things about meeting up. And it's like this online so, location. like, would you say it's an emotional affair? Is that what you meant? Like, or it was just all they over the place? They were different people. Okay. All right. So, when you decided to forgive him, did you guys have a good conversation about it? Did you have a chance to explain why were you doing this? We did. We talked about that, and there wasn't really too much. It was just like this primal instinct. Okay. I understand. So, so there's two things you can do. If you have doubts, you don't go behind his back. Uh, you just tell him... Uh, I have doubt. I don't feel good about it. Can you open your phone right now in front of me together? I'm not going to snoop, but do me a favor. After all that happened, open your phone, right? Because I would like you, you know, to have a chance, Deborah, to look at his phone and see what's up. Right. If he says, yes, honey, look at my phone and it's all good, then, you know, you can maybe go to your therapist and eliminate the fear that it's not about today's anymore, but about what he did in the past, right? So somebody else can help you. If on the phone you find something shady, then it's a very different conversation to have. But I would like you to ask him to show you what's on his phone or on his computer. He's your husband. He has no right to say no. Okay. What if he says no? Or he, he has a fit? You know, why are you asking? Big, and you tell him, because, like, oh. yeah. And if he said that, he said, don't resist the truth. If you're doing it again, you owe me the truth so I can have my options. Any resistance of showing you what's on his phone is suspicious. Okay. But I hope he's going to say yes. And I hope yeah. that, yes, really, I'm going to keep my fingers crossed for you, Deborah. He says, yeah, show you the phone and everything is clean and impeccable. I hope Thank so. Thank you. Any question, you can always call me back. Thank you so much, Simon. Best of luck to you, Deborah, and have a good night. You too. Stay with me. More Rendezvous is next. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous. I really appreciate me and my team. You know, we are here. We're excited. So thank you so much for being so loyal, for sharing your stories and, and, and asking me questions. Your faith in my answers means the world to me. So I really don't take it for granted. A big, big merci beaucoup. Last question of the night, though. Are you controlling in your relationships? It's a question I actually posted on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. Here are the answers. 86% of you said, no, I'm not controlling. And still, 14% of you said, yes, I am. I gotta say, I am not at all. I mean, that's not my nature to be controlling with relationships. I'm controlling with ping pong. I'm controlling with what I eat, but not with relationships. Anyway, easy breezy with the controlling. That's my last advice of the night. Thank you so much for listening again. Thank you, and have a good night. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.